Welcome to Trader's Voice, a podcast dedicated to helping you eliminate market noise and focus on the one that matters, the voice inside your head. Hello, hello everyone. It's Friday. Happy Friday. Hope you guys are going to have a great and amazing weekend. Uh, I know I am. It's man, time sure freaking flies when you're in the markets, huh? It, <laughs> I could have sworn it was just Monday yesterday, and now it's already Friday. I guess that's what happens when uh, you're putting your life on the line each and every day, yeah? It just flies by. <laughs> How many of us uh, find it very easy to, you know, um, stay active and be disciplined or be very. Uh, hardworking when our P&Ls are in a drydown, right? If you're like me, my most productive states or most productive times are when I'm in a drydown. And I think that's just the natural cycle of things, right? Um, when you're in a drydown, you want to make sure you're doing everything correctly to prevent that further drydown, to prevent yourself from regressing any further. And, you know, that's when you're really just inherently more motivated to do uh, more back testing or more testing to ensure that the dip that you're having right now is not gonna is not due to your own error and if whether or not your market thesis is still intact right um, that's that's just the time period where I'm, I'm just, just somehow more motivated to do anything to do uh, the work required that's a natural course of things and that's fine and you should be a lot more uh hard working when you're in a drawdown you know um but granted if you have good confidence and you have um trust and understanding with your strategy and your market thesis and and your overall arcing you know life philosophy then you really won't won't be too worried in the of that drawdown but you still get this little boost of you know productivity and that's fine and dandy. Use that. Whenever you feel that rush of productivity, use it. Uh, make sure that, that it's going to the right places, of course, and you're not just sitting there staring at the charge for, for like eight hours a day and producing no real no real um, tangible results or stats that, that you can use to your bottom line. You know, because I, I see people make Excel sheets and spreadsheets of, you know, their trade logs, not trade journal, trade logs, data entry. And it, it's very elaborate. You know, there's these all these functioning buttons that calculate your win rate, your RR, your sharp ratio, your short Eno ratio, all of these uh, metrics and stats. Right. But, <laughs> you know, that, that's all fine and dandy. They look pretty. They look nice. Makes you look like a professional. But those things really have no fucking use to your bottom line. They don't help you really deal with the day-to-day emotional flux that you're going to be in when you're trading. So make sure whatever you're doing, it first has a uh, reliable result or a desired outcome. You know? If you're going to trade journal, the desired, desired outcome of the trading journal is to uh, shift or maintain have your habits, your positive habits that that will eventually over the long term provide you with consistent profits over the long term. You know, if you're trade uh, logging, you're doing data entry. Well, what what is the uh, desired result of that? If the desired result of that is just to know what your system does, well, you could have done all that via hindsight, via backtesting. 
well, also, I can argue for the uh, trade logging data entry crowd. They would do that to see if their future and forward results and their current results match uh, their backtesting results. When they deviate, that's how you're going to know uh, that there's something wrong in the market or the market is changing and maybe you need to reformulate your plan. However, most people aren't really thinking like that. Most people probably didn't have a backtest to compare it to yet. They're only logging all this data just because they think that that's what's you know needed. Right. They think that win rate matters, but again, I've said before, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't help you change your habits. It doesn't help you realize when your emotions are flaring um, throughout the day to day when you're watching your PL, right? You're, this is why journaling is so much more prevalent, so much more beneficial to you guys. So it's it, it helps you be aware of when you're you're starting to do something stupid so that you can act upon it and or not act upon it, you know, act upon it via just walking away. <clears throat> and uh, so actually the main thing I want to talk about right now is it's it's easy to, to um, you know, get get that boost of mo motivation, get that boost of inspiration when you're when you're in a drawdown and you feel that, you know, that need, that inherent need or that inherent it's not, I want to say a need, but that just that inherent uh, rush that 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 you want to do some work and you want to uh, figure something out when you're in a drawdown. Like you want to make sure things are working, and that's great. Um, just continue to do that. Uh, and just make sure that you know, your 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 fear is not you're not doing that based out of fear, right? You're just still you're just doing it based out of curiosity whether or not something is going wrong. So. With that, what you want to do is you want to keep that momentum, and this is where most people go wrong, and I, I am faulty of this as well, is you you want to continue being disciplined and devoted to the process even when you're making money, right? Because what tends to happen for most people is they'll, they'll get that rush of motivation when they're in the drawdown, and then, you know, they... they promise themselves that they'll be more disciplined. They promise themselves that they're going to stick to the process. And they do. They do it for a while. They do it for maybe a week, two weeks, a month, two months. But then, then they start finding consistency, right? They start finding a period of profitability. It could be just due to dumb luck, good timing in the markets. It could be to their actual discipline. Who knows, you know? But whatever the case, they are getting out of a drawdown. They are, um, you know, now moving to all-time highs in their PL. So they naturally they feel good, they feel elated, they feel excited, happy, and and feel that like all their hard work has finally paid off. But then what happens? They let go of the gas. They they start easing back on their discipline. They start lacking on their discipline. They start, um, you know, getting into trades that they should not have. Or they start trading a uh, way bigger size than they're supposed to because they feel like they're a market god, the market wizard now that uh, can do no wrong because they had a good, you know, run of profitability. Good dude, I would say mostly it's a lucky streak, right? Because again, you don't know where your winners are gonna come from. All you can do is manage your losers. So when you do get a series of winners, well, that's just dumb luck. So you, they really got lucky on a winning streak and now are on top of the world and there's there's nothing that you can tell them that you know is wrong so they ease up on their their discipline they you know no longer go for walks they no longer 
start they no longer give back to the community they start um just just regressing and inevitably they're gonna have that um that dip in their PL because nothing ever goes up right i don't care how long you've been consistently profitable you're gonna eventually have another drawdown and that drawdown doesn't feel good it starts invoking uh emotions that the trader does not like that they've been through before and they don't like it so they start if you don't have proper ways of dealing with this when your emotional flares come back up again, you're you're gonna be doomed to repeat a cycle of failure, right? You're gonna have those lucky streaks, and when you have that drawdown, you're gonna uh, that drawdown you start losing money. You're gonna panic again. Your all your discipline and hard work goes out the window, right? It's it's one thing to stay disciplined when you're in a drawdown, and then have it, you know, then start gaining some traction, and then and then going through another drawdown. You're gonna have to go through that cycle again of having to manage your emotions, having to manage the way you behave when it comes into the markets, whenever the markets are not doing what you want. This is why you need good processes in place to stop you from being an idiot. There's nothing you can do to, to make the market move a certain way. There's only things that you can put in place that will stop you from doing a certain thing, right? And this is where trade, uh, trade journaling is so, so key to, to all this. You let down all your thoughts, you jot down all your thoughts, how you're going to improve, what you're going to do next time, what you're going to do next time you get in drawdown, what you're going to do when you're in a winning streak and how do you continue your winning streak or how do you continue your discipline and your process in a winning streak and not let off on the gas. This is what you need to write down. This is what you need to really focus on and, and try to figure out. Fuck with your PL says, uh, fuck with your uh, win rate says, and your risk reward and your sharp rate shows. What the hell does those, um, you know, how are they going to prevent you from making dumb mistakes when you're, you eventually and inevitably get back into another drawdown, right? What's your, what's your process for being in the drawdown? How are you going to get yourself out of it, you know? Now, when I'm in the drawdown, I just, just, I actually go, find my satisfaction uh, and happiness elsewhere. I'll go hang out with people, hit up people that I never hit up before, go buy things from people, go do things for people. And realize that drawdowns are just natural cycle of things. And now I'm just in that drawdown cycle and that's fine. I just got to wait it out. And this is why I can't place too much emphasis on happiness in the markets because um, it's, it's going to ebb and flow up and down. It's just like how you can't put too much emphasis on, um, that significant other, right? Another person you, because there's going to be times where they have time for you. They want to hang out with you and, and, you know, all will be good, but there will be times when they're too busy with their own lives and doing their own thing and their own goals that they will have no time for you. Right, and you can't get mad at them for it. You can't. You can't be just, just angry that they don't want to hang out with you. It's just a natural cycle of life. Things ebb and flow, ebb and flow. Things cycle, right? So the the again, it's very easy to be motivated in the drawdown. You're gonna, you're just gonna feel that urge, you know, um, to work hard uh, in the drawdown. But when you're in, uh a cycle of profitability you really have to also remind yourself not to let up let go on the gas let go on the discipline and remind yourself that you know you can just as easily lost all the money that you have made in in this winning streak right you, you remind that in your journal with your via your training mantra 
right? So my trading mantra is, is quote, um, remember to play the long game. Losses are the name of the game. Uh, you will lose open profits. Uh, control risk even when you're winning, end quote. So that's, I, I write that every single day in my, in my trading journal to remind myself to always control risk and always, always um, adhere to the discipline no matter what. You know, because so the thing is, you know, why do you why do you always see um, one hit wonders or what? Like what? what Why do you see one hit wonders? Because usually with these people, when they're not successful yet, when they haven't released, you know, that famous song that everyone knows them for. What you don't know is that's not their first song, right? Usually with one hit wonders or people who got famous for singing, it's usually not their first song that gets famous. That never really happens that way. They probably made about 20, 30, 40, 50 songs before finally one, this one song catches traction and, and goes out into the market and everybody loves it. However, Usually with these one-hit wonders, what happens is after they, they make that famous song, they stop they start getting lazy. They stopped producing music. They stopped producing 30, 40, 50 songs to find their next hit. They they think that their next song, uh, let's say their 50th song gets gets the um, traction, gets the gets them famous. They think that the 51st song will also do the same. But what they what these artists don't realize is that it's it's the fifty songs it's the fifty songs before the famous one that that uh, is required for fame, right? And if they can want to continue their success and continue the the publicity they had, they have to make the 50, 50 more songs, and then maybe one or two will, will be a good hit. You don't you don't just uh, make good a good song that everyone likes, and then now you're suddenly a genius. And then you can, you know, everything you put out will be will be a hit. No, it's, it's random as well, right? You don't know what is going to be good or what's not. The only thing you can do is just produce the numbers consistently, produce the results consistently, produce the songs. And with that, with, with trading, you have to consistently just, just plug away at, at whatever your system tells you. You can't let off the gas, right? You can't, just because you have one big, big, uh, one big winner, does not mean that your next ten trades is also going to be big winners. So you are that you suddenly somehow have some kind of uh, you know magical insight on the markets now that that you you don't need your discipline anymore. No, your discipline and what you were doing is what got you to where you you are. So you have to continue that, and you let off on that. Of course, your results is going to suffer. Thanks for listening, guys. Today is a little long-winded, but I feel like it's very important for people to to remind themselves to continue staying consistent. It's not it's not a one-time thing, right? It's for the rest of your life, the rest of your training career, you know. And again, you guys have any questions? Reach out. Um, you can find me on tradersvoice.net, traders with an S, voice.net, on YouTube, on um, Trading View. I have an account there as well, and. Um, I'll see you guys in the next one. And everyone have a good weekend, all right? Bye.